Mike Robbins. Thanks for joining me for this week's audio podcast. It's my first podcast in a while. I've been doing mostly video blogs, which I hope you've had a chance to check out on my blog. But this week I decided to do a somewhat old school audio podcast. And we're talking about the synchronicity of life. You know, my 40th birthday was about a month ago. And uh, I spent quite a bit of time leading up to my birthday and uh, throughout the various celebrations that uh, I had with friends and family, you know, reflecting on my life and just looking at different things and looking back and looking at photos and looking at old videos and talking to my sister and my wife and just it was really a beautiful experience um, on a personal level as I reflected on the milestone birthday. But what was interesting is also seeing so many synchronicities and so many different uh, life events and relationships and things that have happened that have all led me to where I am. And I think that's true for all of us. You know, just this last week, I actually finished reading Wayne Dyer's new book, which is called I Can See Clearly Now. And the book itself is all about Wayne's life and all the twists and turns and ups and downs and extraordinary experiences he's had in his life. And he's you know, in his mid-70s, but the whole theme of the book, even though he was going through and talking about his own life, was about how, looking back, he can see clearly now how each of these different experiences, relationships, ups and downs, and things that happened led him to, you know, the next phase of his life. I think of also Steve Jobs gave that great commencement speech at Stanford back in 2005, and he talked about you know, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. And, um, you know, on that note, something rather extraordinary happened the night of my actual birthday, February 7th. Uh, went out to dinner with my sisters and a few of my close friends, and we were going around the table and sharing some things. And my sister, Lori, pulled something out of her bag and started to read it. And what she was reading was something that I had written actually when my father died back in 2001 and it was called Life According to Ed Robbins and she starts to read this list of things that I had put together as a way to eulogize and memorialize my father and just here are some of the lessons that I learned from him or that he taught or things that he preached so to speak and what was amazing about it is I don't even remember writing it I mean this was back in 2001 I was 27 years old you know, my dad had just died. I'd been doing my work as a coach and a speaker for about a year, but I wasn't really writing much at that time, or hardly at all, if I can remember. And what was interesting is Lori read the list, and I'm going to share it here in just a minute because I found it fascinating, was, again, I didn't remember writing it. I was touched and inspired by the fact that she had brought it, and she said that, you know, she'd had it up, posted in her house, and had read over it and looked at it for you know, all these years. But again, I had no recollection of it. And, you know, my dad and I had kind of a complicated relationship. I mean, my folks split up when I was three. My dad was, you know, in my life sort of on the weekends and such until I was about seven. And then from about seven to 13, he was in and out of my life. My dad struggled with serious bipolar disorder and went through about a six-year bout of major depression and just, you know, was dealing with his health and his well-being and was having a hard time in life, let alone, you know, being able to be much of a father to me and my sister. So that was a very painful time. And then once he got 
better from the time I was 13 until he ultimately passed away when I was 27, you know, we had our ups and downs and our twists and turns in our relationship, and there was a lot of healing and a lot of love. But one of the stories that I've carried in kind of a negative way over the years, particularly as I've become a father myself and, you know, lots of different experiences in my life in the last, you know, 13 or so years since he died, is this story that, you know, well, my dad didn't really teach me a lot of things about being a father. He didn't really teach me a lot of things about being a man. He didn't really model things for me in a way that I can emulate. And, you know, to some degree, I guess there's some truth to that. But what I was really struck by as Lori read this list was so many of the things that my father had taught us and shared with us philosophically, emotionally, from a life perspective, you know, aspect, if you will, are things that not only did I take to heart, but they're things that I try to live by today. And in fact, a lot of what I attempt to teach in my work. And this list, this life according to Ed Robbins list, is so poignant for me right now in my life because so many of the themes that he shared or that I shared and wrote about him are actually themes that I just wrote about in my book that's coming out in a couple months. And I was really blown away by that. So I'm going to share the list and then a few other thoughts and then we'll uh, wrap up this podcast here. So this is Life According to Ed Robbins. Number one, speak from your heart. Number two, wear your heart on your sleeve. Number three, be passionate and outspoken. Don't let anyone stifle your expression. Number four, have love be your top priority. Number five, give kind, positive feedback as often as you can. Number six, remember that you're not your accomplishments. You are you, and people love you for who you are, not what you do. Number seven, remember that it's okay to cry. In fact, it's good to cry, often. Number eight, hugs and kisses are beautiful and greatly appreciated. Number nine, be grateful for your family and always stay connected with them. Number ten, make sure you, quote, kiss and make up after a fight. Number eleven, cheer loudly at baseball games and always stand up when someone hits one you think might go out of the park. Number 12, stand up for the people that you love and be willing to fight for them if necessary. Number 13, root for all your local sports teams, even if you have more than one of them from the same sport near where you live. Number 14, drive slowly and carefully. Number 15, wait for all lights to change before crossing the street. Number 16, talk to strangers. Number 17, appreciate the beauty of where you are. Number 18, Never get off the phone with someone you love without saying, I love you. Number 19. Before saying something rude or contradictory, first say, with all due respect. <laughs> Number 20. Laugh loudly and often. Number 21. Do not be afraid to get fired up, passionate, and raise your voice when necessary, and even sometimes when not so necessary. Number 22. Take lots of photos of people you care about and keep them organized. Number 23, save things that are important to you. Number 24, be romantic and remember important dates, experiences, and events. Number 25, sing the words to songs that you love. Number 26, read the newspaper and know what's going on in the world in sports and entertainment and more. Number 27, have an opinion on everything. Number 28, be willing to admit when you make a mistake. Number 29, Forgive yourself and others. Number 30. Be kind and loving to yourself first. 
Number 31, tell the truth. Number 32, stay true to yourself. Number 33, appreciate people. Number 34, remember that it's okay to swear sometimes. <laughs> Number 35, remember that it's what on the, what's on the inside that counts. Number 36, remember it's okay to feel down and to feel scared sometimes. Number 37, remember that people are the most important things in life. Number 38, remember that there's no need to rush when you're eating, driving, or doing almost anything. Number 39, remember that money is not that important. Number 40, remember that you can bounce back from anything. Now this list, which is filled with some insights, some inspiration, a few inside jokes if you knew my father, is remarkable to me, both in the wisdom of it but also in the synchronicity of it. Again, the fact that I don't remember writing it. That I've lived for so many years with this story about my father that actually by reading this list and hearing this list and taking it in has actually started to transform my relationship to him all these years later and left me with a deeper sense of appreciation and gratitude for what he did teach me and for how it's impacted my life and my work right now. And if you look at your own life and you reflect back on the many experiences you've had, both the ones you consider to be good and even the ones you consider to be bad or painful or difficult, the relationships that were wonderful, the relationships that were more challenging, and all the things happening in your life right now, if you can look at it from a perspective of synchronicity, of gratitude, of openness to what have you learned and how has everything you've experienced led you exactly to where you are right now, it's such a beautiful and empowering way for us to look at life and really to embrace not just the concept of, but really live in the awareness of that there are no accidents and that everything is unfolding as it should, even if we don't totally understand it at the time. Thanks for listening. As always, you can stay in touch with me, of course, at my website at mike-robbins.